You're listening to Martian Gardens. This is episode 1139, hour number two. I'm Max Shea. The Martian Gardens blog is martiangardens.blog. We'll start with two similar concepts. Joseph Bertolozzi, tower music, and Judith Shayton, house music. And they're both inspired by uh, the building of uh, different structures. And uh, Joseph Bertolosi's piece here is uh, called Tower Music from the release Tower Music on Innova Recordings. This is music made with percussive samples from the Eiffel Tower. The sound library of the Eiffel Tower was created uh, by Joseph Bertolozzi and his associates after taking sound samples from many surfaces on the Eiffel Tower. They built a library of 10,000 sound samples and reduced it to 2,800 to uh, make this recording. Uh, Joseph Bertolozzi and Associates, Tower Music. There's also uh, this uh, release on Innova Recordings. Uh, includes um, many samples of the uh, of the Eiffel Tower being percussed. Um, but uh, Tower Music is the longest of well, the longest of the selections and includes uh, uh, the most in the uh, malleted surfaces. And we'll continue following Joseph Bertolozzi and uh, Tower Music with Judith Shayton from uh, the University of Virginia and a piece called House Music, also known as Homemade Music. And uh, this was uh, released as part of JKR Pass 3, music for Jim Randall's 75th birthday on the Open Space label. And uh, House Music, as uh, uh, Shayton says, was composed to celebrate J.K. Randall, a wonderful teacher, composer, and friend. The music was made from uh, recordings I made of sculptor Emily Berzinski carving tree trunks and just a, as he often spoke of silent music features as big as a house, I wanted to my tribute to be made of materials that are used to build a house. These are, of course, uh, uh, these are the recordings of uh, the sculptor carving wood. And uh, so, hence, house music to be followed by tower music to be to follow tower music and in the end not related to uh architectural structures is uh david hicks and we'll hear two more selections from his seven sequences uh which were composed in the 1990s and performed on uh, software created by david hicks for the open and this was released on the open space cd open space 53 released in 2022 following Judith Shayton's house music and this piece running 11 minutes, Joseph Bertolozzi, Tower Music on Innova Recordings, samples performed from the Eiffel Tower. This is Martian Gardens, episode 11, uh, 1139, hour number two. I'm Max Shea. The Martian Gardens blog is martiangardens.blog.
Computer music from David Hicks. That was two selections from Seven Sequences. We started with two structural pieces, literally. Joseph Bertolozzi, Tower Music. And that was uh, from the release Tower Music on Innova Recordings from 2016. And uh, Bertolozzi plays the Eiffel Tower. Percussive samples from the Eiffel Tower uh, by... uh, Joseph Bertolozzi and company, creating a library from which he uh, selected thousands of selections and created a new piece of music with it. Joseph Bertolozzi Tower Music from Innova Recordings. From uh, Judith Shayton, Judith we heard House Music, also known as Homemade Music, which was released on JKR Pass 3, music for Jim Randall's 75th birthday. And uh, this was uh, music uh, created with the uh, sounds of a sculptor, Emily Berzinski, carving tree trunks for his uh, structure. And she calls it house music because a lot of houses are uh, built with wood. And again, ending with David Hicks and uh, two selections from his Seven Sequences, um, which he composed on his own uh, software in the 1990s. And uh, these are newly released on Open Space CD 53, um, featuring music of David Hicks and uh, Craig Pepples. We'll continue... Uh, with music from the uh, Norwegian-born composer Erik Nystrom, or Scandinavian-born uh, composer Erik Nystrom, who is now a, uh, a professor of music at the uh, Un- City University of London, and we'll hear his piece, uh, Cataract. And uh, 
he note in his notes he says an analogy an analogy of cataract as a medical eye condition a clouding of the lens of the eye uh, can be also be found in the way that our sense of spatial sonic definitions is affected by degrees of textural opacity the acousmatic cataract that is being a continuum where clarity is microsound uh, microsound articulation intersects with clouds of noise coagulated matter blurring our auditory vision cataract may also allude to pythagoras's curtain and the anthology of uh, uh, the acousmatic somehow the veil seems uh, backgrounded as we move farther away from the anecdotal world towards a more abstractly visual sound universe and that's uh, part of the notes uh, for this piece from eric nice uh, eric nystrom cataract from his uh, release morphogenes or morphology or morphogenesis on emprunts digital music for eight channels of fixed medium realized at the Electroacoustic Studio of uh, the City University of London in uh, 2010. And then we'll hear from Paul Lansky, and uh, we'll conclude the hour with uh, Paul Lansky and uh, selections from his piece Textures, which is for two pianists and uh, two percussionists, which uh, the composer notes a combination was uh, first used in a composition by Bartok, and uh, Lansky was interested in this and interested in uh, morphing the sounds here again, where the pianos can sound percussive and the percussion can sound melodic. And uh, the selections we'll hear from Paul Lansky and his textures are striations, loose ends, soft substrates, slither, and granite. And this is from Textures and Threads, released on Bridge Records in 2014. This is music, uh, uh, the first uh, piano by uh, Thomas Rosencrantz, second piano by Michael Shepard, first percussion by uh, uh, Svet Stoyanov, and second percussion by Gwendolyn Burgett. And this was recorded at uh, Klonik Hall, uh, and a recording studio at Oberlin College, uh, October 9th, 2013. And uh, that'll kind of merge with uh, Eric Nystrom's Cataract at the end, which we start now. Eric Nystrom, electroacoustic music. This is called Cataract, music from Empreinte Digital, released in 2014.
You're listening to Paul Lansky and a piece called Threads. This is music for two pianos and two percussion. Released on a CD of two major works, Paul Lansky, Textures and Threads. Actually, uh, that was my error. This is the Textures portion, not the Threads portion. Textures by Paul Lansky and several movements. Uh, so we'll conclude Martian Gardens with this running uh, another about another eight or ten minutes. I'm Max Shea. The Martian Gardens blog is martiangardens.blog. Martian Gardens. Exciting. Intriguing. And uh, experimental uh, new music, old music, every week here coming from Max's studio here in Amherst, Mass. Thank you. 
You're listening to Martian Gardens, episode 1139, hour number three. I'm Max Shea. The Martian Gardens blog is martiangardens.blog. And we'll start this hour with 15 minutes of troubled times. That's right, we'll start with Katarina Rosenberger, a Swiss composer now teaching at Lubeck University in Germany. We'll hear from her composition of Renaissance romance poetry called Tempi Agitati, Troubled Times, and the selections uh, that we'll hear are Inauguration of the Space uh, by Ludvico Ariosto from his Orlando Furioso books. Uh, then we'll hear uh, the uh, Vive Vie fragments, Recitative 1, uh, Today Led by Desire, and Recitative 2, A Traveling Companion, both of these from Petrarch's Familiaris 4. And we'll complete uh, our selections with uh, music from uh, Cipriano de Roar, well, a setting of, uh, of uh, Cipriano de Roar, O Sono, O Sleep, that is. And this is poetry by Giovanni del Casa. And there's a little more information about this on the Martian Gardens blog with uh, links. I, this is a uh, beautiful work, but uh, uh, Rosenberger made uh, the text and settings and who was credited to what uh, just a little convoluted. So I don't worry too much about the details. This is a Mode Records release, Tempi Agitati, um, performed by the Neue Vocalisten Stuttgart. This is Martian Gardens, episode 1139, hour number three. Thank you. 
spinto dal solo desiderio. Da Dionigi di Porto, San Sepolto dell'Ordine di Sant'Agostino, professore della Sacra Pagina in Porto e Porti a Spagna. Da Maluceto, il 26 d'aprile 1337. Oggi sono stato sul più alto monte di questa regione chiamato Venturgi. That was uh, Katharina Rosenberger, Tempi Agitati, selections there from the Tempi Agitati release. came out on Mode Records last year, about a year ago, and uh, this is performed by the, no- the Neu Vocalisten Stuttgart music recorded uh, at uh, the uh, city uh, at the city church Boblingen Stuttgart uh, October of 2016 and uh, that's uh, the year this was composed Katharina Rosenberger a Swiss origin formerly a teacher at the University of California San Diego now over in Germany at uh, the University of Lubeck. And uh, the pieces that uh, we uh, heard were uh, from the following. Uh, we heard uh, the Vive for Vive fragment. We heard a recitative one, Today Led by a Desire, a recitative two, A Traveling Companion, and uh, O Sono, O Sleep. And uh, that's uh, music to settings by uh, uh, Renaissance romance poets. 
And those are listed on the Martian Gardens blog, martiangardens.blog, episode 1139, hour number three. And we'll continue uh, with more, uh, another, another female composer, Stefania de Kennessy, a Hungarian-born uh, composer, and we'll hear her composition In Her Words, which is the title selection from the In Her Words release on Numa Records uh, from uh, 2022 as well. This is uh, electronic music by Stefania de Kennessy with uh, voices and text uh, by uh, by uh, women uh, that uh, she interviewed. These are, I think, dancers from a dance company, and uh, they're about uh, the tribulations that uh, each of the women uh, face in life. Um, there's four of them alone, which is Kaylee, all together, which is Kristen, with you, which is Hannah, on our own, which is Caitlin. And uh, this is a 2021 composition by Stephanie D. Kennessy, and this runs about 16 minutes. You're listening to Martian Gardens. Episode 1139, hour number three. The Martian Gardens blog is martiangardens.blog. I'm Max Shea. still think about a lot and struggle with wonder where my life would be or just how it would be different change my relationship that I have with my body and dancing.
it's gotten a little easier, but it, we're not quite there yet.
devastating to just have to be alone. children ripped out of their arms. I couldn't breathe, I felt heavy, I felt hot. I'm okay being alone. Dance as my life. 
haven't fully dealt with.
Electronic music with text by Stephanie DeKennessy, Hungarian-born composer. That was called In Her Words, the title selection from In Her Words, released on Numa Records in 2022. Electronic music by Stephanie DeKennessy. And uh, with... uh, uh, text commenting on the difficulties of uh, the lives of uh, four different dancers from the uh, from the what is it the Ariel the Ariel Rivka dance company and uh, the uh, four pieces with the four dancers were alone which was Kaylee all together which was Kristen with you which is Hannah and on our own, which is Caitlin, Stefania de Kennessy, uh, our in her words, and uh, Stephanie de Kennessy holds degrees from uh, Yale, a BA, and Princeton, and MFA, and a PhD. Uh, she used to teach at the, the New School as a professor of music in New York City. Uh, now I think she's uh, pretty much freelance. You're listening to Martian Gardens, episode 1139, hour number three. And we'll uh, conclude the hour and the program going from the personal with uh, Stefania DeKennessy in her words to the political Rodney Washka II, help me remember. And uh, Rodney Washka is uh, the director of um, interdisciplinary studies at uh, uh, University of North Carolina, and he often makes computer music using uh, his own narration. And uh, here he's got a piece from the early 90s uh, commenting on uh, the political situation, uh, uh, especially with uh, the first Bush administration back in the early 90s. Rodney Washka's Help Me Remember was released on a CDCM Computer Music Series, Volume 14. Uh, and within that larger uh, series, it's The Virtuoso in the Computer Age, Volume 4, sub-series, released on Centaur Records in 1993. This is in three parts, Looking, Listening, and Dancing, Voice and Text, and Computer Music System by... Uh, Rodney Washka, music recorded at Dallas Sound Lab in uh, Dallas, Texas, December of 1992. Rodney Washka, this runs about uh, 19 minutes, and it's called Help Me Remember. My name is Max Shea. The Martian Gardens blog is martiangardens.blog. This is episode 1139, hour number three. Simple for you. Let me make it 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 simple for you. Let me make
It's hard, make it simple for you. Let me make it simple for you. Make it simple for you. Let me make it simple for you. It's hard, make it simple for you. Let me 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 make it simple for you. It's hard, make it simple for you. Let me 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 make it simple for you. Make it simple for you. Let me 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 make it simple for you. It's hard, make it simple for you. Thank you. 
Well, not exactly to have sex in a piece, but to discuss sexual things in a piece. There are laws, after all. Richard Hugo, Allen Ginsberg, Morton Feldman, Frank O'Hara, Paul Bowles, Mike Geiger, Muddy Waters, Kurt Vonnegut, Richard Ford, Cecil Atkins, Paul Lansky, Peter Green, Richard Sale, Rodney Washka, not me, my father, Daniel Brandt, Laurie Anderson, Jerry Hunt, Paul Byrd, Edward Abbey, John Lee Hooker, Conlon Nankarrow, Peter Garland, Robert Ashley, Clarence Barlow, John Page, John Newberger, Harry Parch, Phil Barham, Martin Barber, Tony Logan, Helma Cameron, Frank Geiro, S.K., Melena Coos, Luciano Berry, Graham Phipps, George Dimitri. Jose Ferreira said, every piece is a seduction, Rodney. Some people try to seduce with ugly music. Some people try to seduce with pretty music. And some people try to seduce with boring music. That's all. make the same two pieces over and over again. Or maybe it's just one piece over and over again. I'm not sure.
heavy. When things get too heavy, they can't go on. In art, you need that play of light and shadow. Otherwise, things become too difficult. And there's nothing like marriage for that play of light and shadow. Richard Hugo said something like this, depend on rhythm, tonality, and the music of language to hold things together. It's impossible to write meaningless sequences. In the world of imagination, all things belong. Feldman said something like this. What do they want? I mean, if in a piece you give them a little ugliness, something loud, something soft, and a few moments of beauty, what more do they want? Mr. Feldman. Mr. Feldman. They want to dance. I'll rip and read some news from yesterday and today from the worlds of politics and the arts. Dance! 
On February 29, 1992, in New York City, after hearings and meetings held throughout the world, including 25 meetings and hearings in the United States, George Bush was convicted of war crimes in violation of the Charter of the United Nations, international law, the Constitution of the United States, and laws made in pursuance thereof, stemming from his part in the invasion of Panama and the Persian Gulf War. The judgment was rendered by the International War Crimes Tribunal. I'm not kidding. The United States media ignored the hearings and the judgment. For more information, see the book The Fire This Time by former U.S. Attorney General Ramsey Clark. As Jerry Hunt said, don't get me wrong, I, I don't like my music either, but it's the only music I've got, so what else can I do? On January 16, 1991, Congressman Henry Gonzalez of Texas introduced a resolution of impeachment of President Bush for, among other reasons, committing the United States to acts of war without congressional consent and for bribery within the United Nations. Who was that masked man? As Alvin Curran once said, it all comes back to dance. It all comes back to dance. The U.S. government has in previous years spent more money on military bands than it did on all the arts through the National Endowment for the Arts. It will probably do the same in the future. War criminal George Bush now threatens military intervention against the Serbs. Time for a little history. French historian Edmond Pelley noted that the greatest genocide in World War II in proportion to a nation's population took place not in Germany, but in the Nazi-created independent state of Croatia, which included what is today called Bosnia-Herzegovina. 750,000 Serbs, 60,000 Jews, and 26,000 gypsies, men, women, and children, were murdered. Unfortunately, I don't have time to read all of their names, even though we owe them at least that. Is it any wonder that when the old Yugoslavia broke up and Croatian Muslim regimes began using the same tactics, same rhetoric, and symbols right down to the same insignia on their flags and uniforms used by the Nazi collaborationists, when these regimes began the same attacks, murders, and other kinds of oppression. Is it surprising the Serbs fought back and are fighting back? In 1991, the Croatian government destroyed the monument and museum at Yasenovac, the burial and remembrance place for the 750,000 Serbs, 60,000 Jews, and 26,000 Gypsies murdered by the Croatian Muslim Alliance from 1941 to 1945. Included in the destruction were thousands and thousands of files housed there which documented the crimes. The media said not a word. Imagine the German government destroying such a Holocaust monument. The Croatian government destroyed the monument and the files in an attempt to hide its past and its present. And the media said not a word. 750,000 Serbs, 60,000 Jews, 26,000 Gypsies, 750,000 Serbs, 60,000 Jews, 26,000 Gypsies. I'm erecting now a small digital Yasenovac with what little power I have to help us remember. 750,000 Serbs, 60,000 Jews, 26,000 Gypsies, 750,000 Serbs, 60,000 Jews, 26,000 Gypsies, 750,000 Serbs. As Edward Abbey said, saving the world is a part-time job. And he's right. One must have some fun. Skylarking, as Bonnegan said, or as Richard Ford put it, that play of light and shadow. So, dance, boys and girls. Dance. I'm not kidding. Meanwhile, National Public Radio, the New York Times, and other media businesses are actively trying to get you, your son, daughter, father, mother, sister, brother, aunt, uncle, and two of my cousins sent to fight in a civil war on behalf of a fundamentalist Muslim minority regime that is asking U.S. bombs for U.S. bombs to destroy more than a third of Boston's population to serves. By the time you hear this, we could have been treated to the spectacle of President Clinton, who, when as a young man was told to go and fight in a civil war halfway around the world, made darn sure he had the connections, money, or whatever it took to avoid the war. This person ordering U.S. men, women, boys, and girls into a civil war halfway around the world. Who was it that said to be a politician one must have no sense of irony and no sense of hypocrisy? All of this while we have our own civil war at home. South Central LA lies in ruins. There's hundred homelessness and our children are shooting each other on the streets every day. 
what were some of the war crimes committed by the U.S. in the Gulf? Dr. Helen Caldicott points out as to civilian casualties, we don't know how many, maybe 100, 200,000. 60% were children, 60% were children, 60% were children. Those are her repetitions. She also describes the use of near-nuclear weapons in napalm. The media lies to us, screaming about unproven Serbian atrocities provided by Washington PR firms, showing Serb funerals, claiming they are Muslim burials, exhibiting the same kind of poor journalistic standards they displayed before, during, and after the Gulf War. Remember the infamous babies being pulled out of incubators by Iraqi soldiers story? I have time for only one example, the now notorious Sarajevo breadline bombing, which the media blamed on the Serbs. And as recently as this month, ABC News showed film footage of it while citing it as a Serb atrocity. In fact, it was a Muslim atrocity. I quote from the London Independent of August 22, 1992, UN officials and senior West Western military officers believe some of the worst recent killings in Sarajevo, including the massacre of at least 16 people in a bread queue, were the work of the city's mainly Muslim defenders as a propaganda ploy to win world sympathy and trigger military intervention. Three days later, the murderous US-sponsored sanctions against Serbia were adopted. Oscar Wilde almost said this, music is a perfect kind of a perfect pleasure. It is exquisite and it leaves one unsatisfied. What more could one want?
Listening to Martian Gardens, episode 1139, hour number one. I'm Max Shea. The Martian Gardens blog is martiangardens.blog. We'll start this episode with music from Valerie Coleman, a Grammy Award nominated flutist and composer who grew up in West Louisville, Kentucky, a generation. Uh, ahead of, uh, or I should say, a generation behind the subject of her composition, Shotgun Houses, the boxer Muhammad Ali. The Shotgun Houses refers to the modest domiciles in West Louisville, where both Valerie Coleman and Muhammad Ali grew up. Uh, Ali grew up as Cassius Clay on Grand Avenue, which is the second movement and in the 1950s, uh, well, in the 1970s, uh, Valerie Coleman's family lived a few blocks away from where Muhammad Ali grew up. The music celebrates the vibrant culture of that working-class neighborhood in the 1950s in uh, West Louisville. And the third movement, Rome, 1960, refers to the 1960 Olympics in Rome, uh, where Ali, at the age of 18, won all four of his fights and in the uh, light heavyweight division and uh, took home the gold medal and his uh, legend only increased from there shotgun houses in three movements by valerie coleman this is from a release on sedile uh, uh, records uh, from late last year called american stories and this is performed by the Pacifica Quartet uh, with Anthony McGill on clarinet. And uh, this is recorded at the Logan Center for the Arts, University of Chicago, September of 2021. Valerie Coleman, uh, this runs about 18 minutes and it's called Shotgun Houses, Music in Three Movements.
Coming to a lively finish in its third movement, that was Valerie Coleman's Shotgun Houses, her peon to Muhammad Ali. Both Valerie Coleman and Muhammad Ali grew up in, in Louisville, Kentucky, the neighborhoods of West Louisville. And uh, she wrote this uh, as uh, uh, her familiarity with the area and for the generation that uh, preceded her, which was Muhammad Ali's generation. Uh, the first movement was Shotgun Houses. Uh, as far as I know, the name Shotgun House for uh, a small uh, dwelling is uh, from the idea that you could uh, shoot a uh, shotgun blast into one side of the house and have it go clear out the, the other side. Uh, Anyway, that's Shotgun Houses, and then there's a Grand Avenue where uh, Muhammad Ali grew up, and uh, Rome, 1960, where Muhammad Ali uh, won his gold medal and uh, his taste of fame as a pugilist, and he would go on to uh, world championships and controversy, uh, changing his name to Muhammad Ali in, uh, I think, 65, from Cassius Clay with his, his uh, conversion to Islam. And then the incident with uh, refusing to go to Vietnam. As George Carlin said uh, about Muhammad Ali, uh, he had an interesting job beating people up. And the government asked him to change jobs. The government wanted him uh, to kill people. And uh, Ali said, uh, now nah, beat him up, but I don't want to kill him. And the government said, if you don't kill him, we won't let you beat him up. And that's how George Carlin put it. Anyway, that was the Pacifica Quartet. Uh, violins by Samin uh, Ganatra and Austin Hartman. Vi viola by Mark Holloway and cello by Brandon Vamos with a clarinet by Anthony McGill. And the release is uh, called American Stories and it's on Sedil Records. And we'll continue with music from Brian Billet, a piece called The Fantasia Nocturne. And that's from a new release on Navona Records from 2022 called Inviting Worlds, a compilation. And uh, that's for violin and flugelhorn. With, uh, then we'll follow this with another uh, Fantasia, Martin Bresnik from Yale University, Fantasia for Willie Dixon. And that's from a release called My 20th Century on New World Records. And uh, just... Uh, a note on Martin Bresnik. The theme for the variations is uh, Willie Dixon's tune, Spoonful. It's often attributed to another great bluesman, Howell and Wolf, who recorded it in 1960. But it's by uh, a Willie Dixon. Bresnik recalls intently listening to Spoonful after partying with his hippie friends in San Francisco, and it appears after ingesting a certain substance that uh, promotes intent listening. Although he lists the year of uh, the composition as 2001, some 34 years after the, the trip of 
getting very much into the riff of uh, Willie Dixon's uh, Spoonful, which he uses in his uh, variations. Uh, these variations uh, are performed by the Povara players. Uh, more about that uh, later on with uh, Brian Belay. We'll, we'll continue. These are uh, first selection which run 11 minutes fantasia nocturne and uh the this is for a violin flugelhorn and string orchestra with the genesheck philharmonic uh conducted by uh jean kuchera with solo violin by jacob chernahorsky and flugelhorn by roman bucal this was recorded at the ostrava House of Culture, Ostrava, Czech Republic, December 7th, 2021, a 2020 composition by Brian Bellet, and that will be followed by Martin Bresnik and his fantasy for Willie Dixon. This is Martian Gardens, episode 1139, hour number one.
You're listening to Martian Gardens, episode 1139, hour number one. I'm Max Shea. We heard two fantasies. That was starting with Brian Belay, Fantasia Nocturne, and Martin Bresnik, Fantasia for Willie Dixon. The first one uh, from Brian Belay, Fantasia Nocturne, from Inviting Worlds, released on Navona Records in 2022. That was music for solo violin, flugelhorn, and string orchestra with the Janoshek Philharmonic, conducted by uh, Dijan uh, Kuchera. And uh, then from Martin Bresnik, we heard Fantasia for Willie Dixon, and that's from his release My 20th Century from 2005 uh, on New World Records. That was the Povera Players performing, featuring uh, Martin Bresnik's wife, the pianist and composer Lisa Moore, on piano with bass clarinet by Megan Stoops, drum set by John Ferrari, and uh, vibraphone by Jason uh, Truting, keyboards by uh, Maria Illich, uh, guitar by Mark Stewart, and violin by Janine Winton. That was performed at Sprague Hall at Yale University, September 24th, 2003. A 2001 composition from Martin Bresnik, Fantasia for Willie Dixon. Uh, the first, Brian Belay having a, a somber classical flavor, and Martin Bresnik bringing in more of a blues rock, a jazz blues rock flavor for his. Uh, Fantasia for Willie Dixon, the great uh, bluesman. And uh, we'll conclude the hour with uh, music for uh, Thelonious Monk, one inspiration, one dedication. We'll hear inspiration from uh, Richard Bodwin, uh, Richard Bodwin, from, uh, who's now an assistant professor at, of uh, music at... Uh, Dartmouth College, and uh, his release on New Focus Recordings just came out, Digital Memory and the Archive, and what we'll hear is You Know I'm Yours, After Monk, and uh, that's uh, this is performed on cello by Neil Heidi, recorded at uh, Hasto Village Hall out in rural Hertfordshire, UK, November of 2021, composed in 2022. In 2015, and inspired by Thelonious Monk's uh, piece called Body and Soul, which I first uh, came out on a record in 1962. Richard Bodwin, You Know I'm Yours, after Monk. And we'll hear this next uh, from uh, New York City based musician Joseph Benzola and his piece called Thelonious Monk from his uh, series of dedications to uh, artists and uh, intellectuals who influenced him, uh, Portraits of the Dead, and this is his Portraits of the Dead Complete, 1995 through uh, 2022. And uh, following, uh, preceding Joseph Benzola's Thelonious Monk is this piece from Digital Memory and the Archive, his new release on New Focus uh, recordings, Richard Bodwin from Dartmouth, this is You Know I'm Yours, After Monk. 
This is Martian Gardens, episode 1139, hour number one. I'm Max Shea. The Martian Gardens blog is martiangardens.blog. Thank mm-hmm. you. 